cool. Yeah, we saw you. But you must saw you. We saw you last night. Was it Cult Cultorama? I think so. Cultorama was it? Yeah, at the Cinema Arts Center. You're hanging out with the Gula Go Go guy. Well, just one Gula Go Go guy. Yeah, they weren't Vlad. They weren't repping Gula Go Go while they were. They were just selling junk. I don't think they've had episodes for many years, which is too bad. But they still do some stage performances. They just did. They just hosted Blob Fest. Yeah, which is awesome. I went to that a couple years ago, and but yeah. He was just hawking his own stuff. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. Public access uh, comrades of ours. Mm-hmm. Um, Pioneers, I'd say. Yeah. yeah, they did it before us. <laughs> Will, did you ever watch Gula Go Go? Yes, of course. They didn't yeah. do it before us. No, I think you guys are definitely before We them. were first. We really? were, but they were monsters first. Oh, yeah. By a year Soccer at least. Soccer TV was first. Right. Uh, that's yeah. ancient. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I didn't know. I thought they were doing it around the same time. No, no. I think it was 05 they started Gula Go Go, uh, I think. I don't know. We got seven years on them. But we were like 1997. We did was go to the- really? Yeah. 20 years ago. We did go to the same high school, though, which is odd. You did? Yeah, we went to Hopog High School. Uh, Kevin Novotny went to yeah. Hopog High School in like the 80s, and wow. we went in the 90s. <laughs> it's, so much it was potential a good breeding, here on Long Island. It was Whoa, a good breeding yeah. ground for uh, like talent for and, cable access. Yeah. Or, yeah, public access mostly. At least. Does but that yeah. even exist anymore? No. Right? Um, yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. it's called YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Pete, weren't you saying that, you know, like we could, we should probably, for some of our projects, we should think about yeah, cable I, access because that's where uh, Chris Gethard, didn't he Yeah, come Chris from? Gethard. I actually, uh, well, two things I want to say before we get started. Um, we are rolling, by the way. Oh, but wow. um, Pressure's on. Before <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I didn't announce start. it. It's a soft start, but... Cool. Um, uh, yes, I did talk about getting the Gooligans on Manhattan Neighborhood Network because we did we did air Slacker TV in uh, New York City Public Access, which was really cool. And like guys like Chris Gethard um, got they have TV shows now based on their public access shows. Yeah, and uh, it couldn't hurt to get it on there and maybe have the Gooligans back on Long Island Public Access. Totally, it looks be like awesome. it belongs on public access. But um, for our listeners, we uh, you could you could find the Gooligans now on Amazon. That's right. We're That's streaming right. on Amazon, pretty so good. pretty psyched about that. Um, That's very fun, yeah. Because you could watch if you have an Amazon Prime account, you could watch it for free, right? All for or you got to buy it. Or you could buy it. Yeah. Just buy it. Uh, give fine. us a five-star rating. That's that. That's what we're really looking for. Yeah. Yeah. Just give us, a, give us a nice review and rating. But uh, A review would be great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That'll help. Maybe a little bit helps. But yes. um, welcome to the Pitch It Movie Podcast. My name is Peter Bune. I'm Sean King. I am Will Pintar. And today on the podcast, we have a very special guest by the name of Caitlin McGurk. Hello. Hi, Caitlin, Caitlin McGurk. Hi. Hello, Thank Caitlin. Thank you for coming. Hi. Yes. So... Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're just catch. We were just catch. You were listening to us catch up. Yeah, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. No, Caitlin for a long time. We used to work together at the Cinema Arts Center. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. did many yeah. moons ago. Oh yeah. shit! Okay, I was there very briefly. I mean, it felt. It seems brief in retrospect. I mean, it was brief. I think. It was brief, but it was very influential. Yeah, so many, so part many of the dear times. What era friends. was? What era was this? Class of 04? Class of 05, maybe? I guess so, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. 04, Holy shit, that's a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Jake was there, Fenn was there. Fenn, um, yeah. Brianna. Were we shooting Were we shooting La Suburbia when you were there? We were shooting... Mm, you probably, can't, uh, no, I don't know. That. I don't know. Yeah. But um, you've done a lot since since leaving yeah. the the hallowed halls of uh, the Cinema Arts Center. Yeah, it all kind of started in Huntington, though. Really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, explain. Well, when I was working at, I was doing a lot of odd jobs all around the Huntington and Greenlawn area, including working for Sh- Ripe Art with uh, oh. Sherry Vexer, oh, nice. who we saw yesterday, and. Um, 
Uh, one of the other jobs that I had while I was also at the Cinema Art Center uh, was at Just Kids Nostalgia. Right. Oh, yeah. So yes. one of the people shot. that worked yeah. with us at the cinema, Greg Farrell, his dad owns it. Ken. Ken, yeah. wonderful yep. guy. And I picked up some work there, and that was, it, it was an, it's a nostalgia auction house. Mm-hmm. And it just so happened that when I started there, the auction that they had going on was a underground comics auction. Oh, wow. And so it was my job to basically photograph and catalog these pieces of, you know, underground comics history. That's really where you got... And I really, wow. like, that. I mean, I had already been, like, doing my own comics and, you know, like, had been an avid comics reader for a long time, but that was the moment where I was like, wow, imagine if I could do this for the rest of my life no just shit. like cataloging comics like working uh-huh. on this stuff and preserving this history you were right i remember so, you were writing your own like independent comics yeah, you? yeah i used to self-publish my own mini comics and zines that were mm-hmm. not very good but uh, i had i, I had kind of thought that it was like the only i thought that that would be the only way to like be part of comics was to make them myself mm-hmm. and then when once i found out another way i realized oh i don't want to be a cartoonist at all fuck that like i i <laughs> suck at this and it's painful <laughs> for me to produce one every time because it's whole it's a lot of work to do yeah but I can I can be part of it in this other like support role that is f- for me way more fulfilling. So anyway, yeah, it, it all started uh, back then. And fast forward today, uh, tell our, our listeners wait, before, what you. Wait, I'm sorry. You, so you you figured out a way to to become like a professional like I don't want to say fan, <laughs> but but that's what it is. I yeah. mean, you're a cur- it's much it totally more than is. that. But you took your love of these comics. Yeah. And made a career out of it. Yeah, that's fucking incredible. It's uh-huh. awesome. Yeah, I went to library school. Well, I'd gone. I'd, I had been an undergrad at the time that I was at Cinema Art Center for creative mm-hmm. writing, and that's when I was making my own comics. But then when I went to library school, I just decided I'm going to try to focus every single project I have around comics mm-hmm. and you know comics history and how to catalog comics and how to preserve them and stuff like this. And I got uh, ended up talking my way into a bunch of volunteer opportunities and internships including at marvel comics where i built the archive there wow that's awesome yeah that is awesome and went from there to another institution called the center for cartoon studies in uh white river junction vermont which is one of the only comic book colleges in the united states and i was hired as their first librarian wow Uh, so i moved up there and then you know, this is an accelerated version. And then from there, went to uh, to Ohio State uh, almost six years ago, which is where I am now, at the Ohio. largest collection in the world. Wow. What makes this the largest? Like, why is it there? Like, what? who who started this uh, that where you were? That's a great question, Sean. So, it started... <laughs> no, it's fascinating, because I never... I, we, nobody, an, an average person would not know this. No, no. You have to really be into this stuff to yeah. know about it. It's... um. So it's one of the, what's called a special collection library at Ohio State University. So most big universities have special collections, which are archives, basically. Okay. And um, it started 40 years ago. Like this year is the 40th anniversary. Whoa. So 1977, uh, through a donation from a, a cartoonist named Milton Kniff, who's you know long before our time, but he was very famous in like the 1930s in, in, into the... 70s uh, for newspaper comic strips. Uh, one was Steve Canyon and the other one was called Terry and the Pirates. And these are like, like your, you know, parents and grandparents were reading these in the United okay. States religiously. Like he was kind of like a household name. Um, and hmm. uh, they were, his comics were widely licensed and merchandised. He would be on like late night TV talk shows. He was a celebrity. Really? But he was from Ohio and went to Ohio State University back in the 20s so then after he had this great career in 1977 he donated his life's work to ohio state and that's how we were founded so 40 years ago it was just this one cartoonist collection but he uh was really adamant about um 
you know, kind of encouraging his contemporaries, other cartoonists to also donate. And they did. And we've just grown exponentially. So now our collection is over three million pieces. Wow. So that's like 30,000 comic books. 400,000 pieces of original art. Um, wow. Hundreds and hundreds of boxes of merchandise and, and newspaper clippings and uh, all and kinds of stuff. You're organizing this stuff. So I'm, you know, we, we're <laughs> a fairly big facility. So uh-huh. we have five full-time people and then like 12, uh, or seven to 12 student workers at any given time. And I do all the outreach related stuff. Okay. So I work with donors. I curate the exhibits. I teach about, uh, I teach about comics and wow. give tours and stuff like that. And and what other what other kind of artists do you, do, um, are featured in the? Uh... Um, so the collection that we're probably most well known yeah. for is that we have every single piece of original art from Calvin and Hobbes. Whoa, that's, really? that's awesome! So yeah. I have met Bill Watterson nice. before and gotten to dine with him and stuff, which is insane because he's like a pretty known as a recluse, you know. Um, but we have a, I mean. Most major cartoonists, we have at least some representation of their work. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And then other people who are just major collectors who have amassed stuff over their lifetime uh, have left it to us in their will or, you know, we've worked with them to get it. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. Holy yeah. shit. Um, That's incredible. I know, right? So like, some, so, like, Calvin and Hobbes will never be made into a motion picture, I think, right? Nope. That, Bill Waterson said no. Yeah. That's never There's a happen. documentary about Bill Waterson. However, if you not watch... not even in it. But that watch, wasn't really... Uh, it wasn't merchandised or anything that much either, right? He, he refused to license and merchandise it. Really? Which is, like, one of the things that honestly just made him more famous. But, right. you know, he's a guy who... He could have made billions right. if he had licensed and merchandised it. But he felt, and still to this day, strongly feels that... It would have um, his characters would have lost their integrity yeah. if they were on lunchboxes and mm. stuffed animals and stuff. But Calvin is peeing on. That cars. is totally like not him. <laughs> so if you He's watch on everything if you on watch cars, the movie Swiss Army Man is the closest thing you'll get to a Calvin right, Cows movie. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. That's funny. Yeah. Imaginary, that. yeah. imaginary it's, farting friend. Totally. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, Calvin Hobbs is like that's my. Like some of my favorite. Well, you kind of look like a grown-up Calvin. I don't yeah, look like a grown-up Calvin. Yeah, that. you do. What are you talking about? And Sean, can we take a picture hops. of you peeing? They're bad. Yeah. <laughs> Only if it's all over you, Sean. Fine. Calvin oh. peeing on Hobbs. Lay down. Blasphemous. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> but, but Caitlin, talk about the moment that, uh, like, you you went a little bit into your history okay. of the interest in, in, in the cartoons and stuff. But um, uh, talk about um, the first moment that you realized. That this was a passion of yours, mm-hmm. like talk, like there must have been something you read or you saw or you heard that yeah. flipped that switch on. Yeah, I mean, it's a what series of things. Like part of it was uh, the experience I had when I was working at Just Kids, um, you know, cataloging that stuff. Um, when I was in undergrad, I had a professor named Isaac Cates who was the pers- first person who I ever saw speak about comics in an okay. academic setting. And so even though I had these ideas like bubbling around, it didn't fully gel that this is something I could actually do and like be an adult with this job until this guy kind of uh, opened up this world to me about of comics academia, you know, like there are people whose full time jobs it is to research and write about comics history. And like, yeah, if figuring out how to be part of that was just uh, the most um, important goal for me for many many years and so I sped through all of it and then I got this dream job when I was 25 years old that <laughs> yeah. rules insane. Wow. Yeah. that is so cool I just became a faculty member like 
three years ago, and so now I'm on the tenure track. Well, um, awesome. you were you were talking about making your own comics, uh-huh. and um, was it Good Morning You? It was a very personal. It was a very personal story. But like, um, not going to that. But like, um, what did you read that made you want to make? your own stuff um i mean when i was younger i read a lot of like x-men you know but also honestly more than reading it i was collecting the cards which i think is where the librarian thing comes in like (laughs) i was at that age where like when i was really young and and my brother ryan was like reading a lot of comic books i was just obsessive about collecting the cards and like neatly putting them into binders you know (laughs) um but uh but then the, the stuff that really influenced me to make my own comics was stuff like um John Porcelino is a cartoonist who has done a series for very, very, very many years, I think 40 years, called King Cat, which is a like autobiographic comic series. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it's not like he's a overwhelmingly incredible illustrator, but it works with the themes of what he's talking about, which are, you know, really deeply personal, like meditations on everyday life and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, but then, you know, also a lot of the like counterculture underground comics um, were really meaningful to me. So, um, yeah, it all it took a lot of things that gelled together. I also not that this is something that I like actively uh, study or think about, but, you know, I went a long time ago when I was growing up, I was raised Roman Catholic and I spent a lot of time going to church. I was an altar server and stuff like that. And I think that those stained glass stations of the cross, uh-huh. I consider that to be like my first uh, interaction with sequential art. You oh, that's know? a good idea. Yeah, that's true. Because you're walking true. past cool. them and there are these beautiful illustrated paintings with text underneath them. And telling mm-hmm. stories, yeah. It's a comic. And then if right. you're like waiting in line, you know, to receive <laughs> communion, you're just like walking past them very slowly, yeah. waiting to get to the next one. So right. what what is the first comic that ever came out of the United States? Like what's the first like known, I'm not talking about comic books or stuff, but like obviously like uh, were they comic strips? Like a comic strip, yeah. I, I, and I and you, know, you could correct me if I'm wrong. I always thought it was the Ben Franklin yes. join or die thing. But yeah, that's the first cartoon. Okay, it's, it's con- that's considered the very first American political cartoon. Benjamin oh. Franklin. Yep, yeah, it's the join or die snake that's right. cut up into yeah. a bunch of pieces. Yep, that's. That was the first one. Which is our first meme, too, I guess, right? Like, <laughs> there you go. Memes have been around forever. Well, that's true. The that's Bible the first is a, one. That's the Bible true. is a meme. But that was the first, like, you know. And oh, anything pop, that's, pop, anything that's an idea that can get spread to one person to another right. and alter is a meme. Yeah. Right, right, right. And the first comic strips were in 19, er, 1896, largely considered a comic called The Yellow Kid is, consi- is considered to be the first one. Racist. And then, yeah. <laughs> Pete, how do you feel about that? I feel great. <laughs> I like to be represented. In, um... It's actually, it's. I mean, the comic is racist for other reasons, but the main <laughs> character is actually Irish. <laughs> the Yellow Kid is an Irish street <laughs> urchin. Uh, but the Irish were considered to be the first... Um, the first to be stereotyped in the comic art format because people like Thomas Nast and other political cartoonists hated the Irish immigration movement. Hmm. But anyway, Naturally, super nerdy. We, we can't. We Irish people. The, we can't sorry. get. We can't get a break. Yeah, ever. It's true. It's true. It never really happened. The most uh, suppressed people. And then the first Still comic book day. was 1938, Superman Action Comics number one. Oh, is that true? That was the first book. That was the first comic book. No so shit. comic books. Before that, were just collections of newspaper comic strips published in a book format hmm. called Famous Funnies, and then that superhero, that Superman comic, was the first. It's considered the first comic book. And is that the first superhero too? Yep. 
No shit. Really? Well, there were there was. Um, Samson would be probably, in my opinion, <laughs> like if you're a Bible kid, like you were. Oh, okay, Catholic, yeah, I right. was too. Yeah, but, you, you were know. too, Pete. So yes. Samson, I, I always thought. Caitlin like, and I went to the well, same like church. Myth Christ the King. Stuff. Christ I mean, the King. Well, oh, yeah. most represent just myths? my right, niece. Is currently myths. Myths. really? Yeah, yeah but right. if you, the way I look at the way I look at superheroes now. The way, like, I look at, like, because this is just, this all has to do with, like, Western civilization as a whole. But, like, if you look at Greek gods and Roman gods and stuff like that, like, mm-hmm. all that translated to, like, what we have is comic. Like, am I wrong? Well, like, we needed, we needed totally. American myths, right? I mean, like, we needed American. And that's where we got, right, right. we're comic heroes. Of course. That's where we got Superman from and Batman. And there was, like, Batman for, what well, like, he's not even really a superhero. He's just wealthy. and <laughs> He's a superhero. He's, he's, a, he's basically a criminal. If you really think about, it. and he's very if 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 you take a broad interpretation of Batman, he's he's a legit fascist. Like he he does things that he's not supposed you're calling, to. You calling Batman a, a wealthy criminal who's a fascist? That kind of like our boss, Mister Hollywood. <laughs> I guess you could say that Donald Trump's kind of like Bruce no, Mister Hollywood. I'm our talking boss, about Mister Hollywood, our not boss, Donald Trump. Oh, that's right. I keep we don't talk about politics that. here. This is a movie podcast. <laughs> we talk about a lot of shit on here. Well, um, speaking of our boss, speaking Caitlin, of shit, it's uh, <laughs> speaking of fascist loser asshole rich. No, I'm kidding. Sorry, we'll move on. He listens to this, but um, <laughs> that's right. He's recording all of this. I don't well, consider Donald Trump to be a fascist. By the well, way, he's an idiot. He's not a fascist. <laughs> I'm that talking about. He wouldn't be a good one. I'm Mr. Hollywood. Mr. Hollywood. By the way. Caitlin, it's a good thing you were just walking by randomly. Yeah, what are the chances? And we reading a comic book, your face in a comic book. This time we threw a lasso out and <laughs> lasso pulled you in, right? <laughs> and it we around. said, Caitlin, you have to help us come up with a yeah. movie pitch because here on the Pitch and Movie Podcast, Will, Pete, and myself, I, I <laughs> pointed, I pointed to the other guys. <laughs> Sean almost Pete forgot Will himself. And we have a great job working for our boss, Mr. Hollywood, to come up with a movie pitch. Every week we have to come up with a new movie pitch, right? Uh-huh. And we have a whole week to do it. But as usual, guys, we did it again like we do every time. I don't know why. We waited till the last hour of the week, which is right now. And we have to come up with a whole movie pitch. AC Slater over here. From top Sorry. to bottom, Super from cool. <laughs> from soup to nuts, we got to come up with a whole thing right now. Soup to nuts, you got All right? it? The got whole it. thing. <laughs> we got nothing. So it's a great thing we have somebody of your knowledge, your your knowledge of history, pop culture, sure. cartoons, comic history, to help us come up, come up with something. It doesn't necessarily have to be that, but it has well, to be. Well, we did just start doing a comic series. What's that? Who? We just did. We just did a comic series with Ash versus uh, oh. Wolverine. We did. Well, we we did a we we did a movie we based did, on we, comic characters. We, we didn't did. do a comic. We did, well, well we the did thing that. is, I think I'd want to avoid doing the typical tropey uh, superhero things that are in, in fashion now. And um, listening to Caitlin talk about indie comics, well, I, I, the whole time I'm thinking about like American Splendor. Yeah. They made that. Mm-hmm. It, wasn't he, what's his name? Who, He's also Ohio From guy. Ohio. Harvey Picar. That's the um, thing. That, do we want to avoid like, like a ghost worldy kind of, you know, it's like, eh. not avoid it, but maybe something more in tune with that, that instead of doing the Avengers or an, or uh, a Justice League type thing. How about something in between? Something or something in between. Did you ever read uh, The Avengers of Cavalier and Clay? Um. <laughs> yes, I have every one of those. I love that whole series. Oh, that's I mean the the, the novel, the um the book, Adventures of Cavalier. Not the book. I have about the, I have yeah. a comic though. My guilty pleasure is that I have not read it. Yeah. but it's people gift it to me constantly. Yeah, I have, like, well, it's about guys it. who who create like 
yeah. you know, it's like based on Jewish the creators immigrant, of Superman. Yeah, yeah, the creators of Superman. Yeah. Oh, is that and right? I always wish they, I always wish they made that into a movie. But a fictional version of that, like? a fictional. Ver- it would be a great movie. Um, the yeah. guys. Uh, the, Wait, didn't they just make a mini series of it or something like that, based on know. the the uh, the creators of Superman? I just uh, thought who I were saw... the guys who created Superman? Spe- uh, S- um, uh, Spiegel, Spiegel, Siegel, and uh, no, sorry, um, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Yeah, I don't there mean to go. test you. It's because no, just because I couldn't think of it. I think that I I, I swear there was a recent sto- um, there should TV be they're movie amazing or something like people. That. Yeah, up I mean, in Cleveland, they created it when they were teenage boys. They're from Ohio right? as well. So they're from Cleveland, Ohio. They created. Um, when they were teenagers in high school together, mm-hmm. both sons of immigrant uh, Jewish immigrants, um, they started. Uh, they were reading lots of uh, sci-fi, like fan fiction stuff, mm-hmm. because that was out by then, like in the 1920s and whatever. And um, they started like pitching each other an idea on a super villain called the Superman. Whoa. And they made what you could basically, you know, you can you find images of it on the internet. What is ba- what could basically be considered a zine, like a really early zine that was about the Superman who was like the super villain. And they kind of adapted wow. it. You Ooh. know, they made a few copies of it and gave it out to their friends or whatever, mm. like you do. And eventually they um, developed it into something else. Um, you know, the modern Superman and pitched it. And sold the rights to it for $135. That's right. And that was it, right? That was it. And then they were they were clean of any kind of residuals or anything they like that, right? never saw a penny Oh, that is it crazy. It's, a, it's one of like Heartbreaking. the, the <laughs> very common and very uh, tragic stories in comics history. Uh, later on, you know, there were some lawsuits and things. The family was able to get money. Uh, right. But it's yeah, just it was, insane. It was, some so. of it was resolved later in their yeah. lives. But... Uh, to be honest, back then, I mean, you know, the stock yeah. that someone would put into a comic was what? I mean, I mean like they, the, they, the value that they put on that was probably next to nothing. Yeah, and it was at the start of everything. So right. no, nobody had any idea that this would become there what was, it became. There was no so. basis for anything beforehand that. No. So it was just like... And there was a certain point like where the comic industry, we thought it was like there was going to be a collapse of it, right? Like, and was that in the... Oh yeah, like or was that in the 70s? Marvel had to sell all their rights to I, even keep afloat, right? There, yeah, I mean, there's well, been, it's happened multiple times. Yeah. In the 1940s, there was a horrible thing that happened uh, called the Comics Code Authority, where oh, com- God, comics yeah. were treated the way that like the way that rock and roll was treated mm-hmm. and stuff like that, where people thought it was like um, corrupting the youth. And uh, basically, comics ended up having to pass through a very strict censorship filter to even be published, and that's why a lot of horror comics no longer came out. Was that the, after the, the 19, code? after nineteen fifty? Yeah, right. It's actually very similar to film code stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then that's when Gaines started his. Uh, that's thing, when right? yeah, yeah he yeah. rallied against it. Right. And uh, he, he didn't win, but you know other things developed from there. Most importantly, like underground comics. Right. But then yeah, the industry collapsed again later on. And, mm-hmm. yeah. I have a seed of an idea because you said you 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 peppered in fan fiction mm-hmm. there and. Was that they were writers of fan fiction back they were, then? You said? They were reading that kind they of They were reading that kind yeah. of stuff. So, what if there was a story where a girl, a, a fan of all kinds of fiction and, you know, comics and cartoons and stuff, what if this person suddenly, like, she wrote fan fiction of, of all kinds of stuff that, of, of popular stuff, but what if some, one day, the fan fiction that she wrote became history, became, like, you know, what, like, basically. It, it, like she rewrote the history of like her fiction became fact, you know what I mean? Oh. So she's so she's writing a fan. She's writing fan fiction, like, and and that alters history. She's got some sort of like ability. Pretty, pretty to, much, like she writes one, so and she's something super, happens. She's like Scarlet Witch. 
Scarlet Witch can alter reality. Well, she can do a lot of weird stuff, right? Well, that's her main thing is that she can alter reality. If you but what if this girl, what, like it's almost what he's saying is that um, the history is changing as she's writing. Yeah, kind of like a stupid concept thing like, like, like that. Um, There's a Twilight Will Ferrell Zone movie about this. where when, when Emma Thompson writes something and Will Ferrell does it or some oh, shit like uh, that. Stranger Than Fiction. Yeah, I love like, that movie. Something like that, but a concepty thing like that. But when she writes it, it changes what yeah. the basis was. You know what I mean? I like Stranger Than Fiction where they didn't they didn't explain where the fantasy came from. Like she was writing this man's life, right? And right, he was right. he was hearing her narration. That's what it was, right? right. Um, as he was living his life. And um, the whole concept of the book is she's writing is leading up to this man's death, and so he's trying to stop her from finishing the book. Huh. That's actually my only favorite Will Ferrell movie. Really? Oh, the man. concept wise, it's good, but yeah, I, mean, I like that movie a lot because it's so different. You never see stuff. I like, like that. this concept that Sean has because that is a superpower in some sort of way. She has some weird. She has a lot much. of once she starts discovering this but is happening. She has a lot of responsibility. It's a, it's a little like Never Ending Story too, where they kind of you know where. The, the reader becomes the main participant or the writer sort of or whatever but I think that's a good start for like a fantasy kind of thing I like it think? I don't know if the other uh, are, are what do you other, think guys uh, can we can we go with this idea protagonists here are enjoying it unless you got something better <laughs> I'm, always, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think right now how to flesh this idea. Do you like Jeffrey Brown comics? I do. So yeah. I, I, yeah, I love Jeffrey Brown. You like a fan of Mitch Clem at all? I don't know if I know. He Mitch does uh, um, nothing nice to say about punk rock. Is it a online comic? It was an online comic. Okay. And Dark Horse picked it up. Like, oh, cool! A few years I haven't back. read it. it. It's an amazing comic. Yeah. Um, I don't know why I'm talking about it, but I just wanted to know. Recommend We're yeah. for, We're for yeah. listeners. Check those out. Yeah. Recommendations. But what kind of comics would, would Jeffrey Brown be like selected under? Because his is... Autobiographical comics. Because they're yeah. so heartbreaking. Yeah. They're, it's all autobio stuff, which is the kind of stuff I was attempting to do. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh. Deeply personal, usually extremely embarrassing. Caitlin, yeah. where can they find these comics? Of you? <laughs> nowhere. Nowhere. Come in on. Dumpster. I went. I went through... Make I just public, recently... Because right? I just... Um, yeah, I, I, I'm going through a move right now, and I went through my my sister's shed where she she keeps all she kept all of the stuff that was in my room before I moved ten years ago. Oh, yeah, I might find one of your comics. You might. <laughs> Burn it. Yeah. Oh no! But uh, yeah, there's a to, lot of stuff. I found a lot of things that I haven't seen in ten years. I bet, That's including old. My niece found um, something I wrote when I was like in third grade. But but these are things that you self you said you self published. But yeah. this was back in the day. And what was that process like? Well, from um, I mean, for me, it was just, I. I Obviously, at that you know, at that point, people were totally using Photoshop and stuff. But right. I've never been very good at computers and doing that kind okay. of thing. So, so like I was Kinko's... just entirely drawing it and yeah. uh, photocopying it and stapling it whenever I. That could. was so much fun, though. Come on, it right? was super fun. Yeah. I mean, they look like shit as a result you know they're super messy and it's like layers of white out and you can yeah. see where i've like layered multiple pieces of paper because i didn't like how the original drawing looked i love those comics but though. isn't that an appeal it was super to a fun. Right. and i still have all of my like originals from it and they half of them are drawn on tracing paper and like i said layers of stuff right and right. I, yeah I, I drew a lot of them in in huntington village and i was living in my apartment there and then continued to do it when i moved to brooklyn i remember at one point i was um 
I was saving up money so that I could move to Vermont. And in order to do so, at a very different time in my life, I decided to live out of my car. And I published mm. a mini comic while I was living out of my car. Oh, that's wow. a great, that's and awesome. I was uh. like staying up at, you know, I could, because I didn't have to be anywhere, I could just go to like 24 hour Kinko's yeah. and spend the entire night there. Fuck yeah. Go to, my, go to a friend's house who I had the keys to and like staple it, you know. This wasn't during the winter, was it? No, no, no. It was all like throughout, it was, I think, two months I did it during the spring. I'm telling you, yeah, some, some of our best. Some of my be- my my favorite times was just like making flyers or making art and doing yeah. those twenty four or those twelve hour kinko yeah, kinko it. runs and shit. It was just so much fun, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm a little inspired. I'm a little inspired <laughs> by both things we're saying. Well, what if we from had what you, from what you're saying, from what I'm saying, from what you're saying? Why don't we saying. take the story about a girl who has some sort of special ability to? I was about write. to say I'm inspired, which usually leads into what's. Well, <laughs> <laughs> You got something? All right, so well, hold that thought. But right? did you have a? Did you have? No, an idea? I figured you were going to merge the two ideas together. I was trying to merge three ideas together. Oh shit! What, what if? Okay. Got beat. Go ahead. Okay, so what if we we're following a girl who's going through a transitional period, and then she's she's going back to like an um she goes back to her old house where she finds her old stuff that she. She used to make, like, she's maybe, she's like... How old are we talking? How old is she? I don't know. Maybe late 20s, 30s. Okay. And she's going back to her old house, and she's finding all the stuff that she used to... When she had a creative, she had a creative portion of her life. And um, so she's finding all these things. She, she used to write. She used to write short stories. She used to write in a diary that, that would... And um, this is autobiographical stuff. Yeah. It's all like all this. And, but she went through a rough patch in her life. And she's reading it. She's like, oh, man. Like, I went through so much. And I wish I could do stuff like this again. She, she starts to change what's in the diary. Or she starts to add it on. Yeah, and right. pretty much uh, what I'm saying is like... When she was writing this it's stuff, Jennifer Garner. No, no, no. What, I'm, what I'm saying, she, about she just, going out thirty. Whatever. She discovers that they'll do that. She discovers that all the stuff that she wrote in her diary is she actually changed the stuff in her life that was all these terrible things that were happening in her life at that point when she was writing it, it was because she wrote her life story, like what you were saying. But how does she find the alternate version of her life? She starts writing into it again, and it starts happening. Oh, what if she starts with like white out something, and then that thing disappears? Like maybe she was embarrassed. Like oh my god, I can't believe I wrote this, and all of a sudden, like that. Oh, she should like that white. history starts she changing. Edit, she edits her whole history, and it starts changing. But are these are these comics that she drew, or are these they could be like comics diaries. and di- they could be both. Well, that's what a comic is. That's though. pretty fucking yeah, cool right? because like she, all, everybody has that fantasy about going back and what you know now. So and all that. Oh, I'm not okay. So you're saying thirty uh, Jennifer Garner? Okay, so what if her life? I don't want that. But, no, but what if her? You know, what if that? What if her past was terrible? And then when she's reading it, she's like, "Oh my god, this is Ooh. awful." She starts. Whiting it out, and all of a sudden, like everyone around her, like everything starts changing. Like maybe her dad died, and she's and that was like a thing that stuck with her. She rips the page out, and then all of a sudden, he's in the house. No, she has to write. She'd have to write that he's alive. Like she writes a short story about what her life would be like if if her dad were there. Well, she has to stumble upon this power that she has, like uh, by mistake. So maybe she like burns a page or something like yeah, 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 you know, like some sort of like what like a. A ritual that someone would do. Like. Well, well, first of all, we have to we have to figure out. Do we have to really need a reason why she has? The, why Maybe the she's power suicidal exists? and she gets a second chance at life, 
and this is the power. Maybe that's why her. she's trying to go. Yeah, maybe she's like she just I don't know. She lost her job, and everything's everything terrible is happening. So she what do you goes think? back home? I'm 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 interested in this. I, something that it just reminded me of was a conversation I had the other day that might or might not be helpful about with a friend of mine who told me that when she was younger, she you know had a total. She was very unpopular, had a totally lame, you know, childhood. Right. But she wrote in her diaries totally. about her life and how awesome it was and all the guys she was hanging out with and all the cool stuff she was doing yeah. with the thought that someday someone would find her diary and think she had this incredible life uh, that so, she never had. But therefore, so, she has no recording of her actual life either. You know what I mean? Oh, wow. So what? if there's something there... Yes, that's, that's like, yes, it's always sunny because, in Philadelphia. Is Dennis's journal? Like, <laughs> no, like, like, we were talking about Unbreakable a few episodes ago, mm-hmm. and you were saying that uh, every good hero needs a villain. And what is, the, what is the villain to a hero? It's someone who's usually the complete opposite. Like, Mr. Glass is the opposite of <laughs> yeah. Unbreakable. <laughs> so, David Dunn. The David character. Dunn, yeah. He's David probably, Dunn. He's, he, I will David Unbreakable. On record. <laughs> Probably the best superhero movies ever. Remember made. when Unbreakable sure was rescuing cool. the Sean? Remember when Unbreakable was going to that house to save the kids, and then the kids had to save Unbreakable. I remember when Unbreakable <laughs> had to go into the pool. Yeah, because yeah, he, he had a fear out. for water. That's, that's his right. weakness. That's his weakness. Unbreakable then, couldn't handle the water, so the kids had to rescue Unbreakable. All right, really, really, really <laughs> got the joke. Okay, yeah, let's move um, on. <laughs> so, what if this girl has what Caitlin was saying? What is this girl? Ha- her her adversary is a girl who wrote all these awesome things about yeah, her okay. and her life turned out awesome what wait what if wait. what if this what if this girl by mistake is That's a, a hilar- villain and she's taking someone else's life i don't oh, think i don't think you need a like cool a twist. hero and villain thing i think this main character could be both you know i don't know heroes like you you do you you should have some I'm trying to steer it away from There's like a be superhero. conflict also, i'm trying to steer it away from at, a superhero at the same time movie. her her like when and please jump in because, sure. like, I, I I still read comics, but you are probably way more ahead of like me education wise with them. But as far as like where you have Batman and the Joker and stuff, they complete each other. Mm-hmm. Like that's what a hero and a villain are. Like, and and for what it's worth, like they're usually best friends and they don't want to admit it. Like the Joker and Batman are like they're they're the closest thing they have to a friend. Because they are the right. opposite of each other. Like which every, is what, which sorry, this, which is what the Lego <laughs> Lego Batman like, yeah, was. Yeah. Oh, really? Right. It's yeah. like a, yeah. a yin yeah. and yang. Thing. It is, yeah. and where it makes sense. And though. where uh, the joke Lego Joker would have his heart broken when Batman would say like, "Because like, I, because I complete." He's like, uh, "I'm seeing other villains. It's not. <laughs> yeah, you're not. You're." Yeah. He's like, and Joker's heartbroken. He's like, "What?" And it's kind of like. <laughs> It's like every. Yeah, it's I'm like seeing other villains. It's also like every other John. It's the John Woo formula too. It's you know the John Woo movie formula too. So I mean, like I'm not opposed to having a villain. I think that's it's actually a good. I, idea, I mean, but I, I wouldn't call it a villain. Not a not a villain it's, villain, but a best adversary. friend. Yeah, I think that story is hilarious about Caitlyn's friend, like rewriting her her existence as like yeah. cool. And I think that's that it's. I think it, it's your idea where she. Maybe our character did write her fantasy reality in her journals and her comics and stuff. And then she go like, but reality, it was much more tragic. And then she goes back and something happens when she rereads these things. And she puts that, them up and she draws cells and stuff. I, and- I, maybe, maybe she takes the diaries and starts drawing it into comics. Yeah. that's and, what- Okay. Yeah. And then that's when her past actually changes into her dream past. 
So her, which is a bad thing, though, right? Which of is well, of it course, has to be. Yeah. Yes, as, as Jennifer Garner learned, <laughs> this is all that uh, you know. Her, she is, needed to go through the real tragedies to become herself. Yeah. Now, well, right? that, that's yeah. the thing. So this girl is really her own villain. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that she should be the hero and villain. But all you should also one. have antagonists throughout her her life. Yeah, but those can you know? just be people that she writes in. Like, yeah. like, oh, I really think Chris Evans is hot, so he'll be my husband. <laughs> but it's like, it's not meant to be at all, and it will go wrong. Right, like, exactly. She, whatever she gets, it's kind of like a monkey's paw. It's, it's a monkey's it's paw. It's got to do that. Which is mm-hmm. like, the, and I guess the moral of the whole story is like, you went through that because that made you who you are yeah. now. Absolutely. And why would you want to change that? Why would you want to go back? And change anything. Like the but, last thing in the world I want to do is ever go back in time. Because if you learn anything from Doctor Who, you learn anything from any time travel movie, and that's what this is. This is a time travel movie. But how tempting is it? Because I'm watching Quantum Leap, and it's the same thing. Yeah, and when, <laughs> I bring it up every five the, minutes. That's the best example. Can, but it's, what this is. can Scott Bakula no, play her dad? But it's when fucking <laughs> Sam is is offered the choice to save his dad or not, or you know, or he fucking or save his brother. He's. He, I was like, you can't. You you have this godlike power, but. You should not. So that temptation there to that change happens? your past. Oh no, dude! Quantum Leap gets deep, man. Like it'll fucking rip your heart. Well, out. there's like three episodes where he can't save his brother no matter what in yeah. Vietnam and shit. It's it's. Good. But but this is cool because she 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 learns that you know if any one of us was offered this this amazing opportunity to change your past, how fucking hard would it be to resist that? It would be next to impossible for me to resist that. Well, like, even though I don't want to relive my past, if I could. Do th- things differently. That's well, a my really question. Is she wouldn't be living it. It would just thing. be maybe the first half of this movie, just because she's not time traveling. She's drawing things that change, uh, and all of a sudden, uh, no, there's a little, she's rewriting history. I'm seeing this movie shot like I don't know if anyone saw Ghost Story yet, but that movie was amazing. I, I no. need to see that. It's, yeah. That like it, I I've never cried so much about a movie really? before. Yeah, I was oh, in shit. tears in that movie. It's really sad. People are listening because a lot of this has to this a lot. This is very similar to that because mm-hmm. it's about Casey Affleck being dead huh. and following his. Oh, wife. thanks. I didn't That's, see it. It's in he's the, the ghost. It's, uh, he's it's the ghost the of the ghost. Story. He's wearing a sheet. Duh. It's in the description, bro. <laughs> okay. But I'm, that, I'm picturing that movie shot like this in some weird way with a little bit of Scott Pilgrim thrown in there for good hmm. measure, like the fun, like a fun. Kinda, that's cool. That's a good. That's a good. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. A good melding of those worlds, but like. If what you, if you have Mary? Sorry. What if you have Mary? Just to get act, casting on the way, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as the young woman. You love her. Hmm. We never casted her. I love her. Okay. We we cast her in stuff, mm-hmm. or, or you you did it a couple of times. Pete casts no. her in movies that he doesn't talk about. With I us. cast her in my personal <laughs> movies. <laughs> I cast her as my wife. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. No, it's like. Um, have you ever read House of M? Uh uh-uh. uh All right. So at a certain point in time in Marvel Comics history. Uh, House of M was a story about Scarlet Witch who is Magneto's daughter and she wishes all humans just went away and it was just everyone was mutants mm-hmm. so and then, then the arcs of different characters dealing with that life change like this is a huge summer arc uh, and it was an amazing series it was series. an event series yeah. yeah it was fucking awesome because she while she did that and she got rid of all the humans and stuff Spider-Man like they all had to go through like their personal trials of like this doesn't feel right. Like yeah. no Aunt May, no Mary Jane. No, right? yeah. Well, I mean, they, no, they were there, but everyone became a mutant. But okay. or if you were human, you got exterminated. Mm-hmm. That's the way it was. But she wished all the humans away, and it was just mutants essentially. Hmm. Um, but Peter Parker was never that. He was always bit by the spider, so he's not technically a mutant, and that's where his story comes in. And he goes insane from it, and he becomes the Green Goblin. Wow. Uh, so there's the, there's that dynamic. But overall, uh, usually in stories like this, people realize it's like. 
oh, you can't really do this. You can't. Things ha- things have to happen for a reason. Yeah. For a reason, everything happens for a reason. And you, if you go back and alter that, it's going to change things for the worse rather well, than the better. I think that's why. And our hero, she has to kind of she she goes back to her earliest diary entries and shit and starts like drawing it. And in the process, when she's actually drawing people, that's when we flash back and she like we can go back in time. We can see her half life mm-hmm. go through time you know well, when she's drawing that maybe like big or something and you know? i would like, think you know, that like when they were shooting this they'd get creative so they maybe have like yeah. an, they'd find an artist who like she'd start drawing and then all of a sudden it would turn into like an animation and then and turn into like real life oh that's cool and, and like, like a transition like a yeah oh, cool like visual. american splendor did kind of a little bit like yeah that. yeah right bit. it's some scenes were kind of animated yeah like, i feel yeah. like just keeping, and he'd walk through keeping it that right. in the comic book world is, mm-hmm. is like that's cool i'd appreciate that as a fan who like just likes comics in general i don't know if you would or not but it's like i i would absolutely appreciate that so yeah like say say if she like her her dad did i and she went back and she said she said Bacula. he lives right what scott bacula <laughs> stop <laughs> it's fucking so quantum, quantum leap is that it's no, so quantum yeah, leapy that no, we have to no now. but no but let's say scott bacula is the dad thank you like let's say the guy died at work or something like that a machine killed him or something like that and then she says oh the machine didn't kill him uh and then it, but he came back well, and let now me, he's an alcoholic let, that's and it's let worse. me finish and fucker come on Sorry. <laughs> that's my idea <laughs> alcoholic no but like he lives but he's severely like injured, and, and then he, he becomes life. an alcoholic, and then he's yeah. miserable, and yeah, it makes yeah, her yeah. fucking miserable. So it always has to like monkey's so paw. It always her has to kind of flip. Have to change too. Well, th- that's the thing. We see her from like age, you know, eleven or something, and we see her rewriting her history sh- the way she wishes it was. But then it's all tragic. So as, she starts as well, writing you know? this when she's like in her late twenties, I guess. But there's like ups and downs. Like she, you know, she has wonderful moments, and then she has these terrible moments too. Yeah, but yeah. she has to keep track. She has a record of all the changes she's ever made. The original life, oh, but but and the new life because she but, has a record of everything. But because they're old drawings. The thing is, ooh, yeah, this is cool. How about this? How about I got a rule? Hold on, sorry, hold that thought because she'll she'll, um, she'll when she loses an original diary page, yeah. that history is wiped God. forever. She but if she friend. has the page, she can kind of like rewrite it as it happened uh-huh. and so I, save I'm, it i'm seeing towards the end like shit's just not working out for her she's like this was a bad idea i should never have done this like maybe she realizes like after her her dad event like maybe everything kind of just happened late to maybe her dad eventually has to pass away from, from and that's going to be a crushing act that's three even cr- more crushing <laughs> but she's had to but part of her still has to remember that like i guess muscle memory and alternating reality she, her dad's gonna die twice <laughs> Which is even worse. Can I? Hmm. Okay. To make his death even more, uh, have more at stake, what if he knows that she's doing this? What if she involves her father in this? Like, she's. Because well, she's going to have a friend or somebody who's like. Her father. Because when she him, has yeah. to kill him at the end, he's like, you have to do it. Oh, she's got to do it? She's got to do it. She, you have to change this. This is how she does it. She burns the whole book. Yeah, but. She like, never gets published. And it's even sadder because she won't remember. That, but that's the thing. Oh, maybe that's that's the turning thing. Maybe she she gets she sells her memoirs and then but but it's she's got to adapt it into a comic, and then that's when this journey starts. No, I is just that think it? that she's making a comic and she's like changing her life for what she thinks is the better, and she realizes that she has this. Well, I th- no, that's that's true. But I think the, but the, I think that if this ever got published, it would just cause chaos. Yeah, right, in, right, in, in right, the world. Yeah, like because yeah, yeah. eventually she's going to change something that's going to change world history. 
Yeah. You know, like maybe You think so? You want to yeah. get it that you want to get that broad <laughs> Or like it? erase her own self from yeah. this. Yeah. Oh. And then she doesn't know who she is anymore. Yeah, she like Marty McFly's herself almost. Or what's that Ashton Kutcher movie? Butterfly effect. Butterfly yeah. effect. There's a butterfly effect. This has been done, hasn't it? <laughs> no, but I mean Everything's been done, Kate. Okay, yeah. You realize that it's like this is the butterfly effect because he's gotta write in that fucking journal. Oh no, are you serious? Yeah, dude, you never saw it? I did. I love that movie and it's just Oh, that's how he changed it doesn't matter. Because, but like, we're doing a it's a comic, <laughs> so that's why I'm saying <laughs> butterfly effect. You have to have the these, you have to have these. butterfly the comic. <laughs> butterfly. Shh, butterfly I could edit that reference out. That is why we need to have comic tropes in here because you have to differentiate from that. That's but, why. But who here? Who else here is so sick of comic book movie tropes? I am fucking so tired yeah, of them myself. Yeah, even as a I mean, comics person. It, it's I'm, just yeah. It's like I mean the fucking Age of Ultron trailer looks dope as shit, and so does Thor Ragnarok. And I'm you Age of Ultron that was out two three. I'm years sorry, ago. no, it's the, the new Infinity one. War Infinity or whatever. War right? Looks fucking awesome. And the new Spider Man yeah. was good. That was, yeah, new Spider Man I mean, was all, really good. There's a lot of cliches. New Spider Man was good Best because looking you were basically Jane following ever. like three or four characters. Yeah, and yeah. You're, like this Infinity War looks like a fucking goddamn like pinata exploded and there's <laughs> candy flying yeah. everywhere. Like mm. how are you gonna how? Like they're really good at like injecting like drama and character development in such a in such a crazy concept. Like, but are they going to be able to do that this time with like five times as many characters and heroes and shit? I, w- I would, yeah, they're it's really good at it. Crazy. Marvel, Marvel does something that DC just can't. Well, do. Civil War was, I think, fucking handled it great. But I yeah, mean, it did. Do I, that again. The, Marvel does what DC can't. DC does what Marvel can't with animated movies because they're animated movies. Surprise. Wonder Woman was really good. Right. What? Wonder Woman was really good though. Well, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, so but that's assume- the first time, though. That's the first time they actually even made a good, decent movie. I liked all mm-hmm. the stuff on the island. And honestly, if they could have just stayed there. I feel really? like it got really weird. I heard a lot of people say that. I loved I the first half, and yeah. like, the second half, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's incredible that it exists. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But the new Spider-Man is honestly the like it's one fun. I've liked the most. Because all it of these like superhero movie. movies have gotten so global for lack of a better word right. and spider-man was actually That's, what that was yeah. always supposed to be which is like a small neighborhood situation it localized you know? it yeah and all of yeah. those old comics were new york city and right. were like very local and lo- you know really mm-hmm. location specific whereas some of these other i'm just like i can't fucking follow what's happening the stakes are saying. super high and he's like hey, yeah how often can um there be a freaking laser from the sky yeah why? Why isn't there any, everybody sure. like? Yeah, yeah. Suicide Squad, laser blow up in the city, sky, fucking, Man yeah. of Steel, laser in the uh, sky. Yeah. That's a terrible movie. Suicide Squad. Was. Well, that, yeah. that's why in the ending of Ghostbusters, laser in the sky. S- Spider Man. You have like your two main, you know, villain, uh, hero and villain, and the personal thing, and you're just you know. Yeah, it doesn't right. have I mean, to be a story. What, doesn't what, have to be a city. And what and, I thought you know, made Spider Man work beyond what what you said and what and what you had said is that. It felt like I was watching a kid's movie, and that's the way a Spider-Man should be. Is right, he's a right. kid, yeah. you know? And that and guy that's, was the best Spider-Man in my opinion. He, it was Absolutely. the friendly neighborhood and Spider-Man. That's, that and that's what makes Spider-Man tragic, because it's really... Because spy- Peter Parker is Spider-Man just trying to be a kid. Well, when he couldn't go to that party, that was like that was everything. When he was, <laughs> yeah. was going to go to so the party, and he's those were the stakes for him. Or he had yeah. to leave uh, his girlfriend there. Yeah, he's not yeah. popular. That's that, Those are the... That's yeah, the... but that's like always been the most important part of Spider-Man, is that right. like he's... He's just trying. It's really Spider-Man trying to be Peter Parker versus Peter Parker trying to be Spider-Man. Because mm-hmm. no matter what, he has this in- immense responsibility that he has, and same as our character in this movie has this yeah. immense responsibility. So she has this duality she has to deal with, 
And, and, and that's the most important part of that story is that her progression seeing that like, wow, with, with power in general, like yeah. you, you can't, you can't fuck around with time. I think she has to really fuck with somebody else's life. Hardcore. Right. In order to her, to learn this true. Well, her dad, like she, gravity she's of ruined, she ruined yeah, her father. Yeah, well, I think, probably. but she I should have like, like she should get a sick job, like her dream job. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it becomes 13 like, going on 30. It becomes her dream jobs. Maybe, <laughs> oh, her, no. maybe her dream job is working at Marvel comics or something. Or yeah, yeah, I mean, you I, have I don't to know. infuse some sort of comic. Book well, stuff she should. Here. Robert Downey Jr. shows up. He's like, "Hey, kid, <laughs> <laughs> this needs an." It just I got help of Iron yet. Man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Iron Man needs to show up. We can ease this into the universe if we have Iron Man. In it. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I think that's that's really cool. I mean, she should be in some kind of publishing. Sure, you like that, you know. And you know what? Back definitely... to really quick to Spider Man. Everyone thought that was going to be like an Iron Man movie with Spider-Man in it. I didn't. No, it was a Spider-Man movie with little blips of Tony Stark in it. And that, and I don't know why people felt that way. Maybe it's because the trailer yeah. had Iron Man in it a lot. But that balance was amazing. And the way Sony and Disney are working together to bring... Right. The, like, I hope eventually they bring X-Men into it. Because I think it's done now for Mm-mm. Fox. Nope. Nope, never No, no they're doing a Dark Phoenix. Son of the a Phoenix bitch. saga, yeah. They're not, they're not going to give that franchise up. Yeah. No, they really need no. to because they're bad at it. <laughs> well, really Logan are. was good. Right? Um, Dude, the first like two, I liked A Days of Futures Past and um, First Class was pretty good. Those, right, were those good. are they're okay. They were good. They're good. They're okay. They're not Marvel level. But no, they're, they're not. They're not Marvel. But come on, Fast Bender. Dude, Fantastic and... Four and X Men belong in the Marvel universe. Like mm-hmm. there are things that are going to happen eventually in Marvel movies that fantastic four was a part of but now you, and, but now you're talking about like these global corporations like did you see the um the doomed documentary the um the documentary about the first fantastic four movie oh it's, the roger corman one the, yeah it's called doomed it's hmm. pretty fascinating because it's on amazon prime now and you can watch it it's pretty cool because basically it was like that it was like the superman guys and they just kind of this this property was just really wasn't valuable at all and it was just kind of getting passed passed around and sold and bought and now Forget it. I mean, can you even put a price on like that that kind of that property? I mean, I thought Stan Lee. They they said that they had to make that to preserve the rights to it. Because, well, yeah, yeah, that's what know. it was. Yeah, that's it was. The, so yeah, I mean, like, I the actually like was running out. The Corman Fantastic Four, I think, is better than. <laughs> I know you love that. <laughs> I love it. I will watch it again tonight. It's it's shit. Come on, it's it's garbage. Uh, I like it. I, like it, <laughs> I say it's just as good as the other ones. Well, that, like that, you know, that you want to uh, hundred million dollars back movie. on the rails of the story. Yeah, we are. Well, we had a nice little segue, but um, <laughs> hop in here and, and, and tell tell us the direction where we need to yeah, go. Are we are we in the right direction here? I don't know, you guys. This is your job. <laughs> I, think, I think I think we're cool. I, I wish I, somehow it could involve like a library or museum. Okay, okay. But, you know, that's just Ooh, me. I got it. Can I got we just it. Take your life. And sure, <laughs> duh. I got it. No, she, she needs to learn about this kind of power that she has suddenly, and the way that she has she learns this is the librarian at um, the librarian the had the same ability, right? Oh, and it's an older lady, and she's and she's, and she's got yeah, she and got she this. had the same power too, or something, and she had the oh. same experience. That's right? like the mentor figure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. is that cool? Mm-hmm. You think sure. that's cool? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Ricky's over here from the, He said it put Eartha Kit in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Eartha Kit as the librarian. As Catwoman. Uh, Ricky Vitus, Eartha Kit, Superfan. Really, really bad idea to have like 
a crossover? A, a, no, not a crossover. Just have like a cameo of an old superhero who was on screen once. Oh, that's true, right? Uh, old Catwoman. Uh, uh, we can cast Eartha Kitt in this, too. R.I.P. Adam West. Do you like Eartha Kitt as the librarian? <laughs> sure, absolutely, yeah. Wow, she's getting more work in the last two weeks than she has in the last ten years. Like Ricky <laughs> loves it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, did we settle on who's casted as this... Um, Jennifer Garner. Uh, I'm just kidding. Jennifer Garner. <laughs> no, who? who's... Uh, I, I think we need somebody, you know, somebody current. The chick that played Mary Jane, is she too young? Zendaya? Yeah. She that was wasn't really Mary pretty. Jane, was it? That was a different character. She's, she's, uh, she's not Mary Jane, but she's... Uh, they, my friends call me MJ. Yeah, you find no. that's the one time I was like, Ugh. oh, I thought her name Michelle. was like Liz or something. No, no, no. Zendaya. Zendaya was the friend I was giving Peter the finger every other second. Oh, oh, she's funny. Yeah, yeah she yeah. was good. She's awesome. Zendaya? I thought she was like the other girlfriend. She's also okay. like eighteen. Yeah, she's too young then. Yeah, this has to be a woman like she's got to be like twenties, like yeah. like professional age. Yeah, so yeah. thirty. She's thirty years old. She's approaching thirty. 13 going on 30. Okay, so Sorry. Sarah Shit. Jessica Fucking Parker. Here. Fucking Who's butterfly 50? effect. Ah. Who's Shit. 50 years old? Who's good right now? Uh, somebody who could do kind of comedy. I don't want to say Emma Stone, please. But somebody like that. I wasn't I mean, thinking it. Somebody <laughs> <laughs> but somebody who's good at comedy, but also good at drama. Like, hmm. I think Emma Like Stone Mary Elizabeth Winston. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Fargo season three? No, she's oh, great in yeah. the Cloverfield too. Yeah. Right? I mean, yeah, come on. Well, I don't think we have ca- we haven't casted her. Uh, is everybody okay with that? I haven't, just, put, just her. To make Pete I haven't happy? put her on a poster. Pete, fine, you yeah. got your way. Fine. Yeah. Is that why you just want to put her on a poster? Yeah. Well, you said Scott Pilgrim, Ramona Flowers, so she's got some. She's got comic book she's pedigree. Awesome. Like she's her. got. I was going to say pedigree. Ellen Page would be good at this because I like Ellen Page too. Ellen Page. She, but she's yeah, but she yeah. Ellen Page has that ability to be very serious, and she's been in comic book movies before. Uh, and she has mm. the ability to be funny on camera mm. as well. She's not she's that exciting, s- though. She's kind of... Have you seen flat, the Flatliners trailer? Ooh. Yeah, it's <sighs> awesome. I was like, what? at first I was like, ugh, and then oh, I was like, oh my God, this is freaking Stop. Terrifying. There's only one Flatliner. Did you see the trailer? <laughs> Dude, yeah. you know this isn't a sequel. I suffered through uh, it. This isn't a remake. This is a, a An original sequel. property? No, it's Bullshit. A, no, I'm serious. Bullshit. It, they're going to... They tie it into the original. I don't care. They're still calling it the same thing. If you call the movie the same thing, it's a fucking remake. Sorry. The thing. It's the Flatliners. It's the the Flatliners. I know, right? (laughs) At least that would make it. I told you that John Carpenter's The Thing is not a remake. It is an unofficial sequel to the original thing. They use that footage from The Thing in... No, I'm talking about The Thing with Mary Mary Elizabeth Elizabeth Winstead. Winstead. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. No, that's just a prequel to John But they just called it Whatever you're calling it, it's a fucking remake. Give me a break. Yeah, you guys. The title is the same. If you you made a movie called Scream... Would you want The Thing again? If you made a movie called Scream and it was a a fucking about, you know, this girl who had to kind of navigate her way through like a serial killer or whatever. Yeah. Okay? It's a fucking remake of Scream. Okay, if you call it Scream Five, then it's a sequel. You know what I mean? It's the same thing. It's just a dupe that they're so putting. So our movie's on... going to be called Comic Book Girl Three. <laughs> we didn't see the first two. It's going to be like Leonard Part Six. Like well, it's Cosby. like the History of the World Part One. Part One. I'm just afraid that it's a little like Butterfly Effect. That's that's and and that was totally unintentional. Yeah, but as long as like. No, because in Butterfly Effect... He had he, to rewrite his diary, he, right? Well, here's what happens. He goes and Shit. He, 
Caitlin, did you ever, you ever see that? He can, Not in a long okay. time. What he yeah. does is he goes and he can read his diary and transport himself. Right, to change and, it. And then when he changes something yeah, and he comes similar. back. It's all different. It's different. However, this isn't her doing that. You ever see the original ending? It's, oh, it's oh, when he kills himself in the womb? Oof. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's an awesome way to end the Listeners, movie. Listeners, the, the original ending, the butterfly effect, is that he strangles himself in the womb and <gasps> dies before being born. With the umbilical cord, he strangles himself. You can find it on it's YouTube. Brilliant. Is that really the ending? Yeah, the it's original so ending that they awesome. cut but out. also at the what? same time, he yeah, can see a photo. Wow. He, he leaps back so far to kill himself before he was and born. And you see, you see oh. like a, you see okay. like a little... We, ha- we have nothing on Butterfly Flag. You see a baby in the back. We're not going back in her head. We'll show a scene of her talking about life. Right. And her... Like and she she's gonna have to narrate it. I and guess. And she well she can only go back as far as her records she made her you know correct like and that's and that's what he 12. could do. But then that's why Ashton Kutcher in Butterfly he looked at the photo of I think his sonogram or something. Oh okay right and right, right and, and that's right. how he went back. So awesome. <laughs> it's very dark. That's pretty awesome. The movie rules, man. It is and, no, it's and, a great movie. And actually. That dude isn't good in it too. Ashton Kutcher is good in it yeah, too. It's he like is. you're like, what? This guy can do that. Remember when he was going to be up for playing Ash? Ash, and, yeah, like that was yeah. going to be a thing. <laughs> we Sean about. was like rallying. Sean was petitioning for that to happen. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you <gotta laughs> One Ash, and that's it. I'm sorry. All right. Ever. So <laughs> what separates this from Butterfly Effect yeah. is that she's not going back in time and changing things. She's changing time right. through drawing. Exactly it. right. She's she's rewriting her. her yeah. When she's writing her book, her comic book, she's rewriting her history. Correct. Doesn't yeah. that have the same effect, though? It, Butterfly kind of. effect? But, but we're only showing the effect in the present. So she's writing and Oh, drawing. so we're not flashing back. We're to, not flashing back. seeing the changes No, we happening. should just talk about it. I yeah. mean, if you... And we can okay, show photos. We, I mean, you could show... I'd be cool to see her as a little girl. You, know? you could show yeah, a flashback scene. I feel like this scene. is like just a, it's a, like a be careful what you wish for thing. Where yes. she is it's the monkey's right, paw. Re- pretty monkey. much. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, let's just base it on that. It's right. the monkey's paw. It is. <laughs> It is. It's three. Cha- it's a three chapter. But it's better than the monkey's poem. Comic book. What's it called? Comic book girl. <laughs> <laughs> three. Comic book girl. Three. Three chapters. Uh, oh man. No. We, well, let's let's come up with. Uh, well, we got that. I we, would just call it pages or something like. Is, well, Ellen, like, is that why you want Ellen Page? <laughs> no, we'd have to have more than one page in there then. Well, it's cool. What happens when she goes to this librarian who tells her? That she's from a long line of page drawers, <laughs> the page master. Well, we gotta find out now. Ooh, do we agree uh, on anything we... page master related? Would be awesome. So really? Yeah. Oh my god! The movie's great. Was that good? Yeah. You've never page saw. Master. I never saw page master. I was obsessed with that when I was a Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, I was, I was yeah. like forty years old when it came yeah. out. Like, I'm, not, I'm not watching that, dude. Yeah. That, was, that movie is amazing. Yeah, Mac, Mac. Was he called, calling himself Mac by then? Dude, I remember. Like, <laughs> I hate to segue, but like, there's a scene in that movie. Don't I'll, talk about getting in with Dad, please. No. Okay. I love that Again, movie too. Though. I know you love it. Um, Speaking of segues, go ahead. Oh no! So seen in Page Master, he's got this fucking dope BMX bike. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was just like, oh, that is like. Remember, I was talking to you about like the scenes in movies that you'll always remember. Yeah, sure. It's like that's one scene I'll always remember. Him in the rain. Do you remember what? Yeah, I totally about? do. Yeah, and he, and he and he hits that ramp, and I, I think that that's what knocks him out. Yeah. That's yeah. See, like that's cool. So it was all a dream, or was it? It's a good. Oh, movie. it's one of what those. If, yeah. yeah. What if in our movie? I'll buy the DVD. The, Not the cute boy. The cute boy that she loved 
because she starts re- rewriting is Macaulay Culkin now, where it's like, ugh. Oh, <laughs> no, no, actually. Which would really be the case. Oh, my God. He's I actually not bad looking now. No, but did you see the makeover picture of him? He looks good. I don't know, man. No, trust me. Look at him now. He looks I saw good. Him, I saw his band play live last year. No way. thoroughly not good. What, <laughs> him? He has an entirely pizza-themed band yeah, called that's The right. Pizza Underground. That's, that's right. amazing. And the, 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 the music is awesome. The concept <laughs> is awesome, but he's terrifying looking. No, I'm not kidding. He's, like, he looks like, he's, he's gone. super drugged out. Take a look at him now. I'm telling you, it's like, shocking. Sober? Is it the photo something? of him holding three this packs is... of cigarettes? Yeah. No, it, it's <laughs> it's exactly how you would imagine him grown up looking and yeah. not like a fucking like strung out like fucking okay. crack face. Good. It's, he, he looks, it was very sad. He looks good. I'm telling you. Yeah, let's take a look at the picture. It passes around. Received uh, himself. Will help. Uh, yeah. He oh. looks good. He looks okay, right? Okay, wow. So, Look yeah, he looks a lot better than he, he like did. Because the one on the left is really how I saw him. <laughs> Last <laughs> year. Only a, only a year. Uh, yeah, a oh. year or two ago, yeah. Wait, does he oh, sing? Him. He looks good. He Look sings, him up. Yeah. yeah. Celebrity transformations on uh, CNN. See, that's exactly... I mean, oh, the, fake the news. List, fake news. Listeners can't look at the picture, but check out Macaulay Cogan's 2017 <laughs> he's, makeover. He's handsome. Yeah. He looks tight. So, um, so, so is there, is there a, Macaulay in this Is there a place for Macaulay Culkin in this movie? get him. Well, I mean, we can totally... You know the chick from My Girl would be great in this too. Again, again, yeah, but she's so pretty. I love. Like, I, actually, I'm I was watching End of the Tour I the other day. I was watching the End of the well, Tour, she, and she was yeah, really she, good in that. Yeah, and so. you know what? She was also in the movie Blood Car, which That's was right. awesome too. You want That's Anna right. Kumsky as our comic Could book girl? Could we? Because she's. I just have. Such Will's a big been. Crush Will's on been her. trying to put her in a movie for Fine. fucking six months now. You she's have like, to call Mary Elizabeth Winstead to tell her that she didn't get the part. Can she be our hero's friend? Can she be Mary Elizabeth Winstead's? We gotta fucking abbreviate that I name. Mean, I Mew. I don't want to take it away Mew? from you. Like I, you Mew. know, I, can we can we be her friend? Or, can, no, like, friend is fine because I, I just want her. I want her to do well in life, and I want her in a movie. It's clear that you care very much for this. Kumsky's doing all right. She's on Veep. You gotta watch. Just watch Veep. She's Six doing seasons fine. of Veep. She's doing okay. Well, I just want her in more things. Okay, fine. Then right. she's in a lot. You of want Veep. my girl in this? <laughs> she's in. I want here. my girl in this. But Mac has to get die by a fucking beast. It's got to fall on his head at some point. Well, no, like are we casting Macaulay? Do you want to? Because that would be kind of cool if people saw like, oh shit, Macaulay Culkin's making a comeback. But then like, this turns into Robert a My Downey Girl Jr. reunion. Come on. Who cares? It's fucking, that's what he's. Was he in My Girl 2? No, he died he in He died in My Girl 1. They can do flashbacks. I don't, I don't know. think there's any. He didn't make it. He didn't make it. <laughs> that, did anyone come back cry? as a zombie? Sorry, did fucking... anyone cry during I My Girl? I fucking bald. Yeah, I cried my eyes out. His glasses. You can't see without his glasses. If you want to get Will to cry, just say, you can't see without his glasses. <laughs> Stop it. It's going to happen. It's happening. <laughs> uh, his glasses. Fan Will. He's going to pass and then And then Dan Aykroyd tries to hug her, oh. and then she bolts out of the funeral. Okay. All right. Back he on the rails, Will. Dad, Come on. I know. Not in the second one so much, because he was like meeting a new chick and stuff. And- Look, My Girl 2 is like Cocoon 2. It had half the magic. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I'd say even a quarter of the magic of the first one. It's, uh, I 100% right? agree with It's that. a total cash in. <laughs> My Girl 2 with only half the magic. That's right. <laughs> oh, That's shit. funny. Let's, so, fi- let's find the rails. I don't even know what the, where the rails are. Well, I think are. I think that she has to learn about this, the, you know, this, this uh, event that's happening. Who's... We need a title. We need a director. So she's gonna kill herself. Well, we need the ending. We need the second chance at life, and that's well. She's gonna kill. I think she's got to kill her dad, who has you know, because is begging for it. I think her dad. No, but how does she get the power, Sean? We didn't explore that part yet. That's why I said she has to kill herself. The library universe gives it a second chance, so she's able to change it. So. She wants to kill herself. When does, at, at what point does she kill herself? In the beginning? I would say this, this has to happen in the beginning. And here's why killing her trying to end her life. But this butterfly effect. No, yeah. it's not. 
When does he try to kill himself in Butterfly Effect? Wait, don't you want to see the fun of her kind of rewriting her past? No, he's saying it in the oh very beginning. Listen to me, buddy. In the very beginning. Stay, pay attention to me right now. Go ahead. This start. is how it works. Start from the top. Go okay. ahead. Okay. So the reason why she gets these powers <laughs> is the universe bequeaths her with these to teach her a lesson about why her life is important enough to not end in the first place. That she should accept things for the way they are and move on. And we learn that how? She tries to kill herself. It doesn't. Tries to kill herself. Yeah, it doesn't work. Okay. All right. That's and the universe different. gives her a second chance. She moves That's back different. home. This you, is where okay. she. This is where she's at her lowest. She That's fine. Okay. Home. You said That's, she kills herself. She fine. tries said, to kill herself. I, I was explaining that we needed to figure out how she gets this or it's her origin. Okay. Story. Fine. Fine. But how is it revealed that she then has the power? Well, I and think that the universe Earth gave it to her. Right. Well, Librarian. Earth, Earth Librarian. All right. <laughs> Librarian. Ricky loves it. And we haven't figured that part out yet, but we're going to explain how Earth the Kit tried it too. And well, she can just be like, yeah, she can just be like, boom, you know, and you know, or show scars or something, yeah. you know. I don't know. I mean, I think the the whole point of the librarian is for e- everything in this movie is to instill in this girl that like you you shouldn't you should be happy with what you had, and what you should do is learn, you know, so, remember the good and learn from the bad. It's almost like um, Eartha Kitt is the angel from uh, uh, It's a Beautiful Life. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost. And so this is the last. This is essentially the last half of "It's a Beautiful Life." Yeah, it's a wonderful cool. life. It's a wonderful life. Not the Bon Jovi, no Prince of Bands. Uh, uh, yeah, not not the Ace of Base. Not the Ace of Base. It's not the Ace of Base. Which we could call it. We could call it because it's not taken. I always thought that was. How about the sign? I saw the sign. Was it? Yeah. I don't know. No, it's Ace of Base. It is Ace of Base. I think Chris. We went. We sang all the Ace of Base songs. We should call this movie the sign. Oh, and time. right before she tries to kill herself, she she's listening to Ace of Base because it reminds her of her childhood. <laughs> and she's crying to the sign, like <laughs> yeah, profusely bawling. And then every, the uh, every so often, yeah, Ace of Base is played throughout the mu- movie. Well, maybe maybe the librarian look, character. Caitlin looks really like what? Oh, I want to have a heart. You want to have a tearjerker right in the beginning, like yeah. she's some, let's jerk she's some gonna, tears, bro. Jerk the tears. She's gonna hang herself in her oh bedroom. Whoa, hold on, this is so harsh. I know we're gonna get dark. Can it be in a funny way? Be pills. I was gonna say maybe just a drug-addled situation and a photo yeah. a, a photo of her dad falls out of a notebook out of her old journal and that's what keeps her from mm, doing is it. that forced it's not forced <laughs> no it's that's trite that's not that's kind trite. of foreshadowing actually it's five shadowing <laughs> well maybe maybe okay oh, no, how, how about sorry. a more subtle or not so subtle version of that where she where she stands on a on a bookshelf or something like that and you know or like a cabinet where the books are and and she when she kicks that over that's when pictures fall out or something okay all right so all right she's gonna like you need a reason why it fall you know you can't just have it fall out of the comic book omnibus falls on her head (laughs) (laughs) and then an anvil drops out of nowhere volume one you know it could could be something like that and then she's just like i should really just it could be her journal that hits her in the head Mm -hmm. and she starts reading it and you know maybe she's already trying to be a comic book artist like she loves drawing she loves illustration she's she's trying and she's just like you know what if her idea gets ripped off what do you mean? What if, like, she the reason why she's failing is because she she has this idea, and like maybe the uh, someone took the idea and published it th- before she could release her version, like like fucking just um she, yeah, like she 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 spent plagiarized like, her shit, plagiarized her shit, took her what idea. You, what do you think? Where do you yeah, think we're going? That here? works. I like that. You think that? Like, but I think you have to. But I think before that whole scene, however it happens, happens. You, it has to be established, like why she wants to kill herself, and like, well, maybe that could be and what's happening out. with her dad. Like, I yeah. think you just have to get to know the characters first and well, show yeah. what, what's the deal with her dad. Is he hater? Is he in a hospital somewhere? Well, how about he 
dead. He's, he's dead. He's dead at the point. He's straight up dead. In the beginning, How about this? The, the movie opens with this scenario, but as the story goes on, she reveals why. She tells her friend, she tells Ellen Page or Anna Klumsky, yeah, I tried to kill myself. And then because this, because of these situations that led to me. But, so like it doesn't have the whole first 20 minutes isn't establishing that we get we kind of get into the the page rewriting story well, okay are you caitlin are you concerned with like the the absence of drama with this kind of suicide thing like there's no motivation for it yet i just feel it? like because that's what i get it doesn't make sense for her to be rewriting her life story if we don't know what she's re- like why all right, you know, right. We, we have to know why she's miserable like we have to know that she went through all of this shit and that her dad's dead or whatever for okay. it to even make sense for her to want to fantasize, like it's a wonderful life. This. The whole first hour is maybe not the whole. I don't know. I just yeah. feel like there's no. I don't see why. So like, if it opens on the suicide scene and then she decides to, you know, try to make a comic out of her old diaries in which she fantasized about having this and life that was better life. than her own yeah, life, yeah. then like, well, how do we know that her current life was? Yeah. Bad. Well, I think I, I think guess, yeah. I think you have to spend time, like you said, you have to spend like a good kind of first act to, to see how miserable she is, or you have to start where she's recovering from the suicide yeah. attempts. You know, and I don't want her life to be horrifically miserable. Though. No, it I should want it be, to be a little just, fun. Like, pretty averagely s- sad, yeah. and that's her character yeah. because she can't deal with like the average ups yeah. and downs. Yeah, because of a all, there's could, all those you know? like, all the escapism stuff in comics. Yeah, there you, you go. Know, now you're talking. And I think. Um, yes. What I want to happen, however it happens, would be that when her dad does somehow come back to life, whether he's at whatever, um, that he's he sucks. He but, sucks. Yeah. I mean, really, because yeah. that's a thing, you know, yeah. like, I don't know who here has dealt with death before, but, you know, it's stuff like you fantasize about a person being alive. Mm-hmm. They could they could yeah. suck if they were alive. Well, I you think don't know that that person's going to be like your hero or I, like the dad you always wanted. They right. could be like, right. he could have just be a dick. Well, well, well I think I think that was the monkey's paw because like that's what happens. They try to yeah. bring the, their son back and right. he's this horrible, disfigured thing beyond the door. And that's and that's what the dad is when she when she saves him from dying that day at work. He just becomes kind of like paraplegic or something, and then it's even worse. Well, you know? maybe he's an asshole. Maybe. Or he's just yeah, he's yeah, just he's, an a- right, alcoholic, he's, right? Douchebag. Yeah, or something, just like you know? he, he should not have been around. Yeah, but she should have some lighter moments too. Yeah, yeah. she should. Well, you know, yeah, those are things she should that she fall, she's got to fall in love. She's got to. Those are things that you know, won't have change, some victories. A, you know, she's you got to have like monkey's paw. How many fucking fingers were on that thing? Four. I don't know. Four. I forgot. I think they only used three of the wishes. I just remember Death Dream. That's the only version that I remember. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, Bob Clark's Death Dream. Yes, which is great. That fucking movie's creepy as shit. Yeah, so that's my basis for Monkey's Ball. Sadly, I never (laughs) read the story. Well, as far as tone, who can can direct this? So we have Uh, an idea of what the tone is. Because we do, it's not. Directed 13 going on 30. (laughs) Sorry, it's the last time I'm going to say it. Who directed Butterfly? It's gotta be, I think it's got to be a chick director, though. You gotta, it's got to be like... I think we need a female point of view, definitely. Absolutely. Um, um, how about the woman who wrote um, Juno? Because she directed that um, oh, Charlie Theron movie. The Diablo Cody? Yeah, she directed... Uh, Does she suck now? No, she directed that movie with um, Charlie Theron. Um, oh, Tom Young Adult? Adult? Young Adult. That was pretty good. That's the same. I feel like that's the same tone. And did Jason Eisner direct... Uh, J- not Jason Eisner. Um, Jason um, Reitman, whatever. He, get that team? He, he directed. Then he direct. Uh, Did oh, he direct that? He directed um, Juno. Oh, he directed. I think Young he Adult did that too? one too. I think. I don't know. Oh, so let's do that. Let's have him write. Uh, have him yeah. direct, and she so? could. Yeah. 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 
They're a cool good team. That Are you team? cool with that? Yeah, Diablo, I'm totally down with that. Diablo Cody yeah. and Jason yeah. Reitman. Didn't right, Diablo so Cody write something for, for, for Jennifer's for, body? No, I mean she, for Mr. Hollywood before. Didn't, didn't no, we get her to do something I don't know. before? No. No, we didn't? You nope. sure? Okay. Yeah. I remember every single thing we've ever pitched. <laughs> they, hyped her, they hyped her up <laughs> so 60. fucking much. Okay. And then she like, you know, they were just like, oh, you're. you're she's probably working on something right now. Yeah, I think she's working on. Oh, she's right. She's producing Younger, that TV show. Okay, good. Season three. She's still working. All right, so. Do we? We have, need an ending here. We need to end right? it. We yeah. need a name. Oh shit! We yeah. need a title and we need an ending. Yeah. I like I like a good um, like double entendre title. What's a good like uh, rewrite history or re- like something like that? You know, Paige Master, Paige Turner. <laughs> <laughs> what if her name is Paige Turner? Turner? Oh, oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> 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 Everyone in the room hates me right now. Even I love Ricky. It. No, I, I love I, it. I love it's it too. Amazing. Like that's Who why cares? I hate yeah. you because it's good. Because like even Ricky on Dude. the other side of the room just gave me a look like what so the fuck? he almost threw his fucking hat hat off and fucking just <laughs> threw it at me. And, and, I've and, never and, seen. And, and her, this is the first time I've seen everyone give me a dirty look or like a look. You just know like, what? what uh, it's it's like it's it's almost destiny that you have to call it that. But you just what if the movie is the called Page Turner? You can't do it. No, no. Here's why. Because her life really isn't a page turner until she starts writing about it being one. Oh. But it's like, but it's like P A I G E. Of turner. course it is. Yes, it's called Page Turner. <laughs> I hate myself. Page Turner, superhero. <laughs> no, but dude, that's also a, Page like, Turner, Private Eye. So that's the thing. It's like, pa- it's, but that also plays into a superhero name. It does. And then in like That's an unbreakable, you page real- turner. And then in no, a, like no, an no, unbreakable. no, 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 <laughs> just no. I wanted to, I want to hide the shame. So it's, just, <laughs> it's true. Our character's name is Paige Turner. Paige W. Turner. Oh, so even hide it even more. You must be in publishing. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> Let's go with it. Fuck it. Who cares? Who it's our movie. We can Ellen do it, right? Page is Paige Caitlin, Turner. Are you okay with this? I'm totally fine you, with uh, it. Okay, yeah. Yeah. You're, Yikes! You're going to be co-creator of this movie oh, on the, uh, oh, on the shoot, Pitch Movie okay. Podcast. So. <laughs> oh no! All right, so we got the title. Can we start over. <laughs> we need, we, no, we need our we need our um, we need our climax here. We need our we need our ending. Ooh, she so. burns the book. She burns what she's. She burns her comics. Right. But she saves one page. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and it's for a cat. <laughs> she gets a cat. She gets a cat. Yeah, Paige gets Too a cat. Too cliched. No cat. Okay. Uh, <laughs> she gets a dog. Okay. Um, what, what, what is a weird animal that people don't normally have? An animal? It's got to be something more substantial she keeps her than boyfriend. that, doesn't it? She keeps her boyfriend. Wait, what does the animal have to do with it? She uh, does, I don't know. I just figured a crazy <laughs> animal would be kind of fun to have, like her walking into the sunset with like a chimpanzee or something. Wow. <laughs> you know, why not? Yeah, <laughs> did that happen in like mall rats? Yes, it did. Oh yes, yes it did. Dan. <laughs> um, no, what if she keeps her boyfriend? No, it should be more personal to her. I think it should be more of like a like an empowering she gets, thing for she her. She gets her book you know? back. She gets she gets the right to her book back. Well, I mean, isn't like her just maybe- okay? That's good because we can have that scene where she's in the boardroom and then she outs she outs her her plagiarizer. And, she, and the boss oh. is like, "You're fired." <laughs> can we? Can we have like a? Oh, okay, I got it. Played by Jason I, Lee. Her no, I want to do. Jason I want to do like a comedic scene fired. where, like, did you ever like have like a situation where you're 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 in a meeting like that and you have to give a presentation and you're like, you wish you could do it better. You have to give a speech, and so there's a scenario where she goes in to fight for oh, her yeah. book back, and he's like, "No, get the fuck out of here." So she goes to the bathroom, rewrites it, all the things she wishes she says, goes back in, yeah, tells it, is yeah, like. Yeah. No, and then she's like, oh, and it happens like Groundhog Day, like three or four times. Well, that's what's cool. Wait, because she gets it right when she's rewriting it, though. Because hold on, the idea that right was that she, 
this story that she writes, which makes everything come true, is actually bad, right? Yeah, I'm, t- I'm I mean, talking about the end, the end. But then at the end, is she then re- quickly rewriting it to <laughs> actually be her regular life? That's story? pretty cool. Yeah, because like, what happens when she has to catch up to real time? Yeah, because yeah. it would. Ne- like, yeah, it, her writing about that very would badly ne- would negate yeah. anything negative. Out right, of it. it would just so, neutralize it. So she would she would have to lose. Uh, but the then book she rights? then she realizes she doesn't have the power because she just caught up to herself. She might lose yeah. the book rights, but she could always write another story. Yeah, but she's gained understanding about this. That's yeah. That, that well, that's the most important part, you know. Page turner. She- <laughs> <laughs> that's a great ending. I love that. The fact that it kind of like, and you can have that kind of scene Ooh. where it's like it's like she's racing to the present. Yeah, what if yeah, the yeah. sketchbook you know? she gets to draw these comics in, she gets from the librarian. Sure. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Maybe it's maybe it's so. Like, Eartha uh, Kid is choosing people at random to yeah. like. They give her like the sketch pad, like the kind of the notepad. Yeah, and then, and what if Eartha Kit is an angel? <laughs> Shut up, Pete. She's an angel. It ties in with the whole uh, whatever. I'm scene. happy with Paige Turner. I dig this to hell. This is awesome. Yeah, I see it. Is this I our movie, it. Paige Turner? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck it. Let's go for it. We're not changing it until Mr. Hollywood takes away one eighth of our and when eleventy we go, billion dollar budget. When we go to the pitch, and if we fuck it up, we could go back and try to yeah, rewrite it. Perfect. Or we just say Caitlin came up with it. Oh, no. <laughs> we just throw you know, into the fire. You can do it because you don't have to work here next week, but we do. So. <laughs> I like it, Caitlin. I, mean, I like it. This it's, is awesome. It's a lot more. Let's, it's a lot different than the other movies. Like, I, everything is always like horror and sci-fi. I fucking love this okay. because because this is like one of those kind of you know those. Those movies where those moral implications kind of catch yeah, up to you, yeah. and, yeah. and everybody can relate. For like a late teenager, I think. yeah, yeah, and everybody yeah. can relate to those kind of like getting another chance to kind of you know yeah. fix those mistakes that you shouldn't attempt to fix. Exactly, and this is great. Exactly, and this is Paige Turner, and it's and it stars Mary Mew. Maybe Mary. The logline is: you, you get a chance to change history, rewrite history. <laughs> Okay. Everyone gets a chance to rewrite history. <laughs> okay. But will it be a Paige Turner? <laughs> And that, it's about a, it's, it's about a, end print. It's about our hero. She she uh, discovers she has a chance to rewrite her diary in a comic book form, but the, but and and to change their past. Yep. But when she realizes that she's changing her past, she realizes that uh, her past needed to be the way it was yeah. to make her who she was yeah. today. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because something good is finally going to come out of her. Out of the, all the trials and tribulations this person has faced throughout their life, well, that's what you have to do to become to have a full understanding of who you are and about yourself, yeah. right? Yeah. It's going to so. come out during Christmas time. So. Okay. Post Christmas, no uh, pre Christmas, you know, November release date. You think? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Thanksgiving. Caitlin, thanks so much. This was great. Thank uh, you. Guys. I don't think we would have ever come up with this if, if we didn't listen to your stories and your your. <laughs> well, you're welcome. I'm awesome happy, really. I'm so happy we didn't go with uh, like a regular superhero story. Actually. Right. Me I know. Too. Me too. Leave, leave that to like the fucking you know Kevin Feige. Yeah, that <laughs> shit. You know. Is it Feige? Or is it Feig? Yes, Feige. Feige. Well, it's Paul Feig and Kevin Feige. Well, Caitlin, how could how could people find out more about? How can people find out more about what you do in the the, the uh... yeah? So the place I work for is called the Billy the Ireland place. Cartoon Library Museum, okay. and our URL is cartoons.osu.edu. And we're on Facebook and Instagram as at Cartoon Library, Twitter, okay. etc. So, yeah. so do your homework and check that stuff out. Yeah. And, you know, it's much and maybe more. Maybe you can be a, f- a comic book <laughs> historian one day. Mm-hmm. Well, it's much more. I mean, now that we're completely oversaturated with superhero shit, there's like there's this whole other universe of exactly. comics and, and cartoons and shit that yep. are just uh, 
waiting for you to discover them, yeah. I guess, right? right? Exactly. Let's, let's head on up. All right, Caitlin, you're coming upstairs to help us pitch this, right? Absolutely. Because you're taking the lead on this. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be hiding behind the, the big We're going to dress you chairs. up as Paige Turner. <laughs> Basically. And... <laughs> you Page. tell your life story. <laughs> I'll do my best. All right, cool. I'm hitting the button here. We're going up. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank we'll you. talk to you next week. Talk to you next time. Bye. 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 Hey, that was awesome. Yeah. You've been listening to the Pitch It Movie Podcast. If you like what you've heard, do us a favor and subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, or on your favorite podcast app. And please, don't forget to leave us a comment, too. Listen and subscribe to the Pitch It Movie Podcast on your favorite podcast app to automatically get the latest episodes every week for free.